This is Space Cats Peace Turtles, the unofficial podcast for Fantasy Flight's Twilight Imperium. Episode 214. Improvise a Twilight Imperium scenario. Music by Ben Prunty, featuring Matt Martins and Hunter Donaldson. You know, it feels good. It feels good to have my own stake yeah. in the SCPT, like kind of foundation now. Oh yeah, that I have kind of gone rogue and have <laughs> my kind of uh, sleeper, my my sleeper cell within yeah. the bigger SCPT organization, SCPT West. Right. Um. Right. How, really so how's excited. that going? Um. How many employees do you have so far? Well, none. Oh, but uh, I, just I got, got two. Like right after you left, I got two employees right away to replace. Who are you. your employees? Who uh, did you EJ get? EJ and Molly. But EJ's not an employee. He's he is a, now. He's, he's on the books, baby. He's a volunteer. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> Matt, the tax people are listening. Okay, he is a volunteer. <laughs> no, Billy officially resigned as our CFO, so I'm on the loose. Billy resigned. Yeah. He's. I. I do not accept his I resignation. I didn't either. <laughs> Oh, uh, what is this? Who is this joke for? Just you, me, and Billy, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> that's the whole point of our show is to do jokes just for a single yeah. listener. Yeah. Uh, that's how. That's how. Uh, that's how podcasts. That's how much work. of an in crowd mm-hmm. this is. Mm-hmm. You know. I like how Man, other going... podcasts have like names for their people. I don't ever want to do that, but if we had a name for our listeners, what would they be? Ooh. Well, we sort of already do that with the Space Kitties and the right. Little Peace Turtles and names. We have patron names, but we don't really have like a name for just like kind of the SCPT nation. Yeah, right. you know. Oh God, it felt that didn't feel good. That felt bad. <laughs> Calling it a nation did not feel good. You know. Yeah. That's wow. That was something I felt like you could get away with calling your 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 listeners, your fan base, a nation mm-hmm. in the 2010s. Right. But now in the 2020s. To that's me, that's not, a very that radio anymore. thing. Your radio yeah. is your nation, but podcast—that's oh, all yeah. over. So, well, what is this today, Hunter? This is a weird episode. You're you're not here anymore. You're west, as has been determined. You're you're back in old Portland. I moved away. We're not in yeah. the same room anymore. I do miss nope. you. Yeah. Oh, I know you do. Um, I have been far too busy to miss anyone or yeah. anything. <laughs> yeah, you um, are impossible to get a hold of. That is for sure. Drove across the country with two cats. Yeah, and with my dad. Um, those are that's basically three cats right there. <laughs> Man, driving with my dad uh, across the country. Pretty. I mean, he did me a big favor uh-huh. by by moving me out here by helping me move. Of course. But oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> He he basically when we got to Portland, when we got through any city, mm-hmm. imagine him as a driver. He's been driving his whole life. Sure. Okay. Um, he's from southern Arkansas and he's mostly been in southern Arkansas his yeah. whole life. Uh, like sixty something, this man. Sixty one, okay, I think is how old he is. Um when we would get to a city, just imagine someone as a driver just kind of throwing their hands up in the air and being like, this is too much traffic. This I can't do crazy. it. I, I don't want to do, do it. <laughs> I don't want to do it. I can't do it anymore. Can't do it anymore. That's basically what he was. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially. Hey, I, you know what? I get it. I'm right there with him. I hate going I'm, through cities. 
I mean, yeah, I, I, I it's, it's a difficulty, but mm. when you have like a, you know, a very grown man, mm. you know, who is driving a truck and in that truck is like all of your stuff. Yeah. 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 And every time we're hitting traffic, he's like, I just, I can't do this anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> you do you know have I mean? to dad. It's my stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the funniest moment I think of the whole trip was uh, my dad doesn't hear so good, but he likes, to, he's a people pleaser and he mm. kind of plays along with whatever. So a mm. lot of times he won't hear what you're saying. Um, and But he'll just say like, yeah, that's like right. a common thing people do. They can't hear so good. We took him to the ocean. He'd never been, he'd never seen the Pacific Ocean in his whole life. Wow. We took him to the ocean and he did not realize that he was being taken to the Pacific Ocean until we got to the ocean. <laughs> Which is great. Did I mean, like, he was I imagine blown he would just away. start crying. Yeah, he was like completely blown away. He and it was so, it was just so revealing because it was like funny. you had no idea where you were going today, did you? <laughs> you just didn't know. And he was just like, "Oh, what? <laughs> wow, that's amazing." Well, mm -hmm. Hunter and I are vamping a bunch today because today's episode is, is the Galactic Council got mean again. They're, they, they've become this renegade group that we no longer can trust, and we're going to have to find a way to reprimand them this time because this, this time it can't go unpunished. <clears throat> uh, they, tie, they tied two options again. And last month, yeah. we just we did both of them at the same time. Whatever, they were we small topics. We did a fun kind of, yeah, it was a DJ and kind of mash up. Yeah, yeah. This okay. one can't, can't do it. It was TI Tech tier list and improvise a Twilight Imperium scenario. And we're not... Hunter's supposed... Originally, Hunter was supposed to be the vice president. He was supposed to break ties. And last month, he said, no, I don't want to because it was more fun that way. And I agree with his decision. Right. This month, he hasn't gone back on his word yet to say, no, I am the vice president and I will break the tie. So we're at a bit of an no. impasse. <laughs> Right, it's a constitutional crisis, is what's <laughs> happened. Is that the levers of power in our government, in the SCPT government, have ceased to function. Right. And it is unclear how we will, this is like, you know, the, this, the, the gover we're facing a government shutdown, yes. is basically right. what's happening. Oof, we can't get real. together on anything. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to default on our loans, essentially, <laughs> as, uh, so, a, as a nation. So at, for the, at the very least, today, we are going to do... An episode of one of these two, and then I don't. I, we'll pro I guess we'll do tier list later. Like we'll just do. We're gonna do TI Tech tier list at some point later on. And I don't for, know. Uh, yeah. It honestly for the so I, I I feel like this is a new arc of the show, which is what I'm calling this the. You war say that every arc. episode. <laughs> this is the war arc. Okay? okay. Sure. This is where the Galactic Council, that which I would describe as the legislative branch yeah. of the SCPT government, right. is at war with us. Yeah. Well, who I would describe as the executive branch okay, sure. of the SCPT Real government. Real quick, who's the, the judicial branch? The, the judicial branch the weird is Milty. Oh, it's Milty? No, You're right. It's, it's just, just Milty. And not it's Dane. It's Milty. He's Chief Justice. <laughs> and then there's no one on the bench with him. It's Because that's how we no, treat actually, him. No, actually, that's not true. Because Nine of Spades is definitely there. All right, that's fair. Scott's Associate there. Justice, yeah. Nine of Spades. But yeah, that's the judicial branch. Right, that's true. You know, they interpret the law, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's very good okay yeah, i mean that is exactly that it. is exactly it <clears throat> well we are we, gonna the weird bears are like they're like the chairs for the different like congressional 
yeah. uh, like committees. No, I That's would say the I weird bears exist outside of that, and the they're like the board for like Amazon or Google or something. <laughs> That's what the <laughs> weird bears are. They're like they have just as much power as everyone else, but they're not like you can't actually get any control Ooh, over yeah. them. You don't have any. Oh, power we're getting there. political now, Matt. We are seeing kind of Matt's view of of the American system there, huh? With the with the, an oligarchy is what he's that's what you're painting here i see i i understand i understand what you're saying uh just, scpt I... politics the p stands for politics mm-hmm. that will be mm-hmm. our new slogan um yeah so so we're currently in the middle of a war arc the only pro i think we would have done something more creative than just covering the one that we like if you had been, been saying, moving in the middle of yeah, this process if i yeah, hadn't yeah. been moving so technically i'm gonna say this in the in the because it's good to it's good to kind of load the storyline i would say in a way this is the time that the galactic council has won they've won yeah, a battle they did where yeah. they basically forced a gridlock yeah and now we don't know what to do and i said i wasn't going to break the tie and this is not breaking the tie right okay we are going to have to cover the other thing and we don't even feel like it you're just making more work for us now exactly and that's why it's the war arc yeah okay yeah, yeah. because literally the galactic council uh has gone rogue and i want to work this into the next poll sure, by the way sure i think i'm gonna have it's all root the- options next month <laughs> <laughs> that's how we punish you <laughs> we'll see no 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 i i i think um i think as the executives our goal like in a real government our goal should be uh to get things back on track sure but what I'm gonna what I'm gonna add as an option for the next poll is what I'm calling a vote of no confidence, <laughs> and I don't know what that means if they choose that. <laughs> that is really funny. Okay, all right. Well, let's get so this that's on what the. We're rest. gonna do next time. Yeah, I love it. I love it. The rest of this year is just gonna be so weird with the Galactic Council. Oh my goodness. Okay, well today we are improvising a Twilight Imperium scenario. Let's cover some bases. What does that even mean? I have three examples. I only have three examples from the history of Twilight Imperium. Twilight Imperium 3rd edition, expansion Shards of the Throne. Shard of the Throne? Shard of the Throne comes out. There is a scenario included in that. And it is a, it's a, the Lazaks are actually an empire. It's the fall of the Lazaks empire. And that's like a new scenario with a bunch of new components and some new extra rules. It is almost really a precursor to the game that they would later release called Rex. Actually, did Rex come out? They were like very close in when they came out. But you you feel the echoes of that Shard of the Throne scenario in Rex, which Rex is just a reskinning of Dune. So realistically, the Shard of the Throne scenario was what if T.I. were Dune. Was more like Dune. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, and they just went further with Rex. Then, in the first Twilight Imperium 4th Edition Codex, we got uh, a little storyline as the precursor, the, the... the prologue to Prophecy of Kings, if you will, uh, which was a a necro ship uh, copying some Argent flight tech, and you were like chasing the ship. It was this whole thing. We only played it like one time. It's a fun scenario. It's not balanced at all, but it's kind of like a goofy one-off thing to do. It's not really intended as like a new game mode. It's just mm-hmm. a thing to do once, right? So right. there's there's this there's already determined this kind of like. Uh, uh, spectrum of what a scenario could be. Is it just a one-off goofy thing we do once or is it like a new thing like Frankendraft is like a new game mode that people invented right? Mm-hmm. Same thing. Um, and then in the second codex there's 
Alliance mode, which we just played recently and was surprisingly fun and good. Yeah, we liked that. <laughs> really amazed by how good it is. And that is like a rule set I want to play a lot more with. Whereas with the first codex, I don't really have any interest in ever returning to it. And I never played Shard of the Throne, although I would still someday like to kind of maybe play it. Although that would require going back <laughs> to learn oh, third oh, oh, edition. Oh. I just had an idea. Mm -hmm. uh, first idea. First, first idea. First incoming. Idea. This is this one's boring, but it's just to get us started. Shard of the Throne or Prophecy of Kings. Yeah, I have thought I, I, I thought that would be Updated. interesting instead of going back to TI three to do the Shard of the Throne, just taking it and adapting it to the rules that we already have for TI four. Because yep. really, all it is is a couple extra components, and if as long as you make those work in a TI four setting, I think the rest of the mode works just fine. And then you have to sort of somebody adapt. should do this. Basically, should do you that. have to come up with the Lazics. You have to change the Lazics as a as a faction. Right? Who they knows? With... The, their faction abilities might all work neatly with TI four. Right. Though. You just I don't need to know give them a couple them... leaders and you know give them a handful of leaders yeah. and a mech and right. stuff like yeah, that yeah. to get them in line. But yeah, so that that that's like the kind of thing we could do today. Now I, I hit up the Galactic Council earlier. They threw out a bunch of ideas. We might throw oh, out some no, of no, our no. own Matt, ideas. Matt, Matt. Matt, no, no, no. We are our, We're our, on our, our own. scenario is not going to be Lazax in or the uh, uh, fall of the Lazax in Prophecy of Kings because that is really boring. Yeah. We're going to come up with something really dumb. I just wanted to throw out a good idea, right? So that somebody maybe picks that up, makes that happen for yeah, us. Please do that so that we don't have to. Um, please do that. But we're not going to do that today. Today right. we're going to do something much, much dumber than that. Exactly. Um, for example, some some things, some ideas people have thrown out <laughs> uh, are big red button. <laughs> <laughs> the TI scenario. Okay. Okay. Whatever Big red that button. Means. Big red button. How do we That's from Drago Thaxton. <laughs> so what if okay, so my first thought is to take Megatol Rex out and put it in a big red button. Sure. Yeah. Now I don't know what that means. What what that means. I'm gonna but... combine I'm gonna combine big red button because uh Galen also said twister. Twister TI. Twister. So now it's TI, but it's on the ground and we're touching <clears> the tiles. What's that game where you have to touch, where there's like a speed, like anytime a certain card comes up, you have to touch it as fast as you can. ERS. To touch. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Is, it, is it ERS? It is. I thought it was like... You have to okay. slap the table when you... When, right, when, but like, I, th doubles. I think there's a... I think ERS is actually kind of complicated. I, I, there's like a version of that. I think that's just called like Slapjack. Oh, yeah, or something sure. like that. Sure, sure, sure. When Where like every time up, there's a jack, you, you, you just got to smack it down. Right, right. Can we work in some sort of Slapjack angle? I think absolutely. Into Twilight Imperium. Into whatever. So what is the trigger for Slapjack yeah, in Twilight yeah, Imperium? Yeah. I, I think uh, it should have to do with, um, I think this is a game, whatever, whatever it is. We're going to come up with like a full scenario, but this rule that we've just decided on right now is a part of the new thing. So don't don't forget oh, no. that arbitrarily, uh -oh. whatever rule we're making up right now is in the oh, scenario. No. Um, That's how I, you want to do this? You want to, every element of the improv is going to go into our final No, just scenario? this one. Just this one. Just this one. <laughs> I just want this one because this is too good to let go no, of. No, I, I think goof. that's fair. The goof is great and I'm not letting it go anywhere. I'm, if, I'm just saying like, if we want to do it that way, if no, we no, no, want to no. say from here on out. No, no, no. But Matt, listen to me. Listen to okay, me. Okay. If we want to say from... From this point, from Slapjack on, <laughs> everything we say goes into the scenario. That's kind of a funny approach to where it's like the point of the scenario is that you print it out. And it's like four There's pages nothing, of rules. And none of them con connect together. <laughs> no, I, 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 I would like something slightly more cohesive than that. Okay, okay, okay. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. So, However, um, slapjack. The, the Slapjack is anytime someone says, no, guys, I can't win. You all slap Mechatol Rex, and whoever's the last one to slap 
they get kicked out of the game. I don't I don't want it to be a meta uh slapjack trigger. Okay. Because then, well, maybe it should be though, because then it's like everybody's talking a specific way, uh-huh, right? But then what do they get for winning the slapjack? No, it's just it's just for losing the slapjack. Everybody slaps, <laughs> and the last one to slap is eliminated. <laughs> so no one's allowed. So so it's very bad no, for you to ever but, say, but now, "No, guys, I don't think I'm gonna win." Because <laughs> if you say that, you, you now tri- trigger. But, <laughs> right, but but the person that the person you can just have knows. people triggering that over and over and That's over true. to try and eliminate everybody. That's true. A game of Twilight Imperium could happen in like. 30 seconds can we talk about okay all right to get to to get off topic here can we talk about the thing that you genuinely want to do that would not require an entire episode to describe but that you want to we want to very soon host a twilight imperium speed run session yes let's talk about that real quick just because it's fun okay we'll get us in the mood all right so um i am very interested in doing a speed run uh game of twilight imperium there are two variants i've come up with thus far well, the first one is the one that I want to do first, which I'm calling an any percent yeah. <laughs> uh, speed run of Twilight Imperium. Any percent, if you're not familiar with speed run terms, yeah, yeah, yeah. any percent means that you just have to get to the completion, the end point of the game. Right. You can use glitches. You can right. do whatever. Any percent is it. the stuff where you see them like they make Mario walk in very specific pixels and then all of a sudden he just disappears and then the credits show up and like, see, we yes. broke the game. We just completely broke the game and it doesn't make any That's sense. That's any percent. Right. So, so for how do you, how do you make that uh, work for Twilight Imperium? Well, what I would just describe in any percent speed run of Twilight Imperium is actually a cooperative game right. between all the players at the table. The only goal is to get a single player to, to ten points. Right, and and the whole the whole team of six players are working together to make that happen as soon as is possible. Yep. They are not playing. A competitive game in any way. Right. right. There's nothing competitive about Just what they're doing. Just get one person to score ten points, and and realistically, what we all understand is that means five points, right? It's everyone's going to give their support for the thrones to this one person, to that one player, at some point. Yeah. But we have to all be neighbors to do it, or the agenda phase needs to happen, and they need to be at five points on their own or whatever. So yeah, the, the, right. the idea that like how do we make them get the custodians as fast as possible and yes. score yes. a public every single round and get all yes. of their secrets scored instantly. And it does not matter what what any of the none of the other players have to score points. Now it might be smart for them to score points because it could be because of some randomness. Yeah, you know things are certain things are going to happen still. The agenda phase is still going to happen. Like lots of random things are still going to happen. Um, so it might not be smart to pick one horse too quickly. I'm just really excited for this. Variant. I love this idea. Um, I want this. I, I like this because just like normal speed running, this is a challenge to the community to like send us your vod, like record your, like ideally this is a thing that takes like 30 minutes to do. You know what I mean? Yes, like it, yes. that's the point. Like, and I want to see a group of people push for this as fast as they can, like come up with six factions that you think will get each other fat you know like okay sar can grant someone else the movement that gets them closer to the custodians so who do we need and and but the big thing here is the objectives are still random like all of the decks are still randomized the only thing you get to do is is pick your factions now the only other question that i have hunter is how is the map what is the map like in any percent Ooh, in any percent speed running i feel like the map I feel like we would have to make a map that we've decided is the any percent run. Yeah. Run. I think for um, now it's like multiple it just needs teams to be like run it. The the prelims map from this year's tournament or something like that. Something like, like that. Something easy. Something forgiving. Although that would be a fun fun like you know place to kind of take it as far as like making some more difficult than others. Yeah. Um, yeah. There could be a whole thing on it. But the whole point of of any percent. The thing that just to remember at all all points of it is that whatever time uh, people get 
that time is assigned to the whole group. Right. They they get that time as a cooperative thing. So I want to talk about my second version of this, right. which is what I'm calling the 100% speed run for Twilight Imperium, <laughs> yeah. which is a competitive variant where the time is assigned to only the player that gets the 10 points first. Right. Um, and this idea, this will be obviously much slower than any percent, any percent. I, I'm hoping that you could get any percent done, yeah, within 30 minutes, maybe 45 minutes. Yeah. I don't know. We'll have to see once, like, people start Some running. Some people can do it definitely going to do a well, run Well, once people it. start doing runs, there will be things that you know you do, right? That's how that's how speedrunning mm -hmm. really works is, like, well, you figure out the run, and then people start just going through the motions. And that's totally. that would be very exciting to see. People totally. like Mantis and, like, Magic, like, the people who, like, have everything worked out in their heads already. Yeah. Brian, throw Brian into this? Come on. Yeah, yeah. Forget about it. Yeah. So, so yeah, with any percent, um, all six players share the time. They they all achieved that as a team. But then in 100%, it's competitive, and only the player that finishes the game gets that time assigned to that player. Like, mm -hmm. you got that time, right. basically, because the players were not playing some sort of, uh, like, a lot uh, allied variant. I would imagine that the way to sort of do the 100% TI run is to sort of chess clock yourself and just try and play as quickly as possible, basically. Right. Um, but one player, of course, could kind of make it go longer, but it's about playing the game well and playing it quickly. Right. The so idea should be the idea should messier. be that everyone in that game is trying to do their hundred percent run. No one should yes. be trying to slow down. So you're all you are all playing as fast as possible, but only one right. winner will win, and they're the ones who get the time. Mm-hmm. That's I'm interested That's in true. that. So yeah, so those those are my two speedrun variants uh, that I'm really excited about, and we'll definitely try and do an any percent, especially. Yeah. Um, I think pretty soon I'll yeah. try and put that together. Very badly right. want to do that. So okay, yeah. let's get back into what today's scenario could potentially be. Uh, oops, all agenda phase. Big fan of that. Big fan. I've oops, wanted all agenda phase. I've wanted a game just outside of this. I've wanted to design a game that is basic, and I've I've heard other people echo this too. I'm not alone in this regard. But the right. idea of a just like the whole game is the agenda phase, and that's it, and that's all we ever do is agenda phase stuff is like okay, very appealing to me. I like the idea of so so we recently referenced um, a long time ago on this podcast. We talked about the idea of there being like a tiered agenda phase system right. where yeah. there's like first tier agendas uh, that happen before the custodians is taken. And then second tier, once the custodians is taken, then like third tier is like fourth or fifth round or right. whatever. Right. But what, so this is oops, all agendas, meaning that we stay in the agenda phase the whole time. I feel like that there's not enough points in the agenda phase to make that no. work. But yeah. what if, what if I don't even, I don't even know how this would like how people would react to this. But what if we made it where you win at like three points mm -hmm. and then you just play agendas? Like, does that work? Hmm. Would you eventually? And then, and then how often would that be a tie? I mean, I, I feel, I feel like an oops, all agenda phase would actually just have to have something new incorporated into it, which is like, at the, so, okay. There was a rule in TI three, which was at the end of every agenda phase, you would vote for the like, holder of the i don't remember what it was called but it was this we never used this rule because it was actually i didn't like it very much but but looking back on it i wish we had done it because it's actually awesome which is just the end of every agenda phase you vote for someone to, to get a point and it, that point's a hot potato point so when you vote for someone new you take it away from the person who had it last round but like so you're always as a council like giving it to the person in last place or whatever but right. I, I've what I've always enjoyed about the idea of like an agenda phase game is the idea that you 
as a collective, I, someone else was talking very specifically about this the other day, and I can't recall who it was. Um, but anyways, very specifically a game where you as a group have to decide that someone wins. Like you have to win make. <laughs> you all together have to win make one person at the end of this game. It's the only way out of the game is to vote for someone to win. <laughs> I like that. That 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 also seems like a mean thing to force on the Galactic Council sure. after all this gridlock they forced on us. I have, okay, I got a suggestion. Okay. So, oops, all agendas. Um, we start, first thing happens, uh, there are public objectives revealed, there are secret objectives revealed, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, okay? Mm -hmm. um, we do an agenda phase right off the bat, I guess, because it's called oops, all agendas, so we should right. probably start with an agenda phase. Sure. Um, everybody starts with their home systems the way they start at the very beginning. And then, instead of doing the action phase, we do like an abbreviated action phase where players just all they do they don't they don't pick strategy cards they don't do any of that business they just move and take planets and that's all they do okay right, right um and then maybe they build in their home system actually i think that's it so they move and take planets build on their home system then it all ends for everybody right so everybody's slowly getting more planets and more money and they're still scoring public objectives okay so, like, right. anything you can put together in that system, which I realize is kind of limited. I want to I combine this with another yeah, suggestion ahead. because it's fitting into what you're describing, which is essentially uh, someone put in their um, Twilight Imperium simultaneous turns. And I think that's what our action phase is. It's a simultaneous yes. phase action phase where it's just, like, everyone, your ships get to move, like, up to their movement value to, right. to a place. And you do that. And then we do a production phase. And that's what the action phase is. Yes. Yeah. I like that. Um, so yeah, we can do we can do simultaneous turns. It, the goal is to just get through the action phase as fast as possible, so that there are as many agenda phases as we as we can possibly have. Um, people still have secret objectives. People still have public objectives. But now all the focus is on the agenda phase. Also, new rule just came up with it: no trading except in the agenda phase, which means you get to trade with each player twice per agenda phase. You're hard locked into just agenda right, phase rules right, for right. trading. I like that. Love it. Love um, it. Which also means you can't make any agreements on the map. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, this is almost like a variant where um, it's like diplomacy where you like you decide yes, in the agenda yes. phase like, hey, we're I'm going to take this system and you're going to take that system. And we're like, okay, <laughs> cool. Handshake deal. And then the action oh phase God. happens and we all didn't do that at all. This is brilliant. This, is, this was like a joke suggestion that I'm now great. like... <laughs> <laughs> this is really good. Okay, so yeah. So so in the action phase, it's all action. And yeah. it happens fast. Everyone okay. writes down like the systems that they activate, basically. Okay, okay. Big question, big question. Yeah. When are action cards important at all in this variant? And what place do they have? Nope. Obviously, the agenda phase action cards are still can work. But... I almost want to say that because so many I of the think action it's better cards, better to just throw them out. All right, no action cards yep. in the Speed oops all up. agendas yep. variant. The oops all agendas. It's not oops all action cards. Idiots, come yeah. on, throw that yeah. out. We do have objectives though. We do have almost every other card in the game, but <laughs> right. We have rendered um, a lot of like leaders and stuff useless though. I think. Well, and 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 I don't even think you should be able to research tech. Yeah. Like I think you start with the tech that you start with. Right. If Boy, that's if a it, bit. What a boost to like what Mahawk, who starts with predictive, I guess. Well, yeah. Of. I mean, I, this is an ag oops all agenda. Yeah. So the, agenda phase, the factions, factions that have agenda good. phase ability. Yeah. Extra, exactly. Argent. These are the factions you need. 
yeah. in this one. That's uh, very funny. The Argent is so weird for Oops All Agendas, though, yeah. because, yeah, plus six votes, but then you vote first every time. I don't know. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, I love this. Yeah. Um, I feel like... I feel like this is all deal making, and then what? Yeah. How, how do okay? What do we do if uh, do we actually want to steal the diplomacy thing and have people write down their their orders? I, I feel like yes, but I think the problem with that is I do think there has to be a way to incorporate the strategy cards in because otherwise we don't gain. Like we need the thing I was just thinking is we need a way to gain trade goods. Like we need trade to be activated in some capacity. Okay, okay, uh, I've got a way. So no, no, I don't want the strategy cards in this at all. Keep yeah. them out. Okay, keep them out. Get rid of them. But we adapt uh, them into rounds. Every round, every round, your commodities are refilled. So okay. every agenda phase, one of your two trades with other players can be trading commodities. But there, there'll be no X minus one in this world because there will be no, there'll be no trade. There's no nothing else to do with your stuff. Yeah, yeah. So you just have your commodities. You can use them to trade in the the agenda phase, which is when everybody gets to talk to each other. Right. And beyond that, you know, ush. Yep. So um, and I would just to confirm, other, we are still playing yeah. to ten points, right? Somehow, yeah. I think I grace. think I'm back to ten points. Yeah, yeah, I think it's ten points. Um, and then as so far support as support for the thrones are critically important here. Although, oh yeah. So here's the thing about the the simultaneous movement action phase is: are those technically still activations? Because if so, do we need yes. command counters? Do we? we yeah. So I, I I this is what I got for that. So at the very beginning of the game. Um, you got a fleet pool of three. You get three in tactics and two in strategy. Let's go ahead and move the the strategy ones up to up to. Actually, let's just get rid of those. So those don't exist. Forget about the tactic one or the strategy tokens. You don't uh -huh. get those. Uh -huh. So you got three tactics, three fleet pool, and then you get two more that you can distribute into uh, tactic or fleet pool right. for the rest of the game every round. That's mm -hmm. it. End. End of end of thing Here, here's what i'm thinking about in, in in line with this so to me it feels like what we're establishing is there's many more phases this feels more like dune where there's like a bunch of phases to this game which which I, no there's I not like, no. well there no, no, no there the is same there's, amount there's action phase we have a trade moment but the I'm not, I'm not saying like the phases are long but like there's a trade phase everyone remember to replenish your commodities right like if, if we're just like mm -hmm. laying this all out i think there it makes sense then to like use the strategy cards as a guidepost for some of the phase, phases that are required right so like leadership phase feels no. required no. because we no. need no, no, no. no i'm just saying we need a no. moment to gain command code i'm not saying we do the leadership strategy card i'm you, saying you, we need the name for the time when we all get our command tokens but uh, no we don't because it's in the status phase you gain two command tokens so you're saying we only get two command tokens per round you only That's get two it. That's you only get crazy, two. Hunter. No, it's great. It's actually awesome. It's uh, so limiting. You can't do anything. It's in actually this really game. easy. No, no, it's so easy. Okay. Uh, because right, here's right. the thing: you're not doing any strategy. So remember, strategy's out. You've got. You're getting your two. You might increase your fleet pool if you need it for like uh, uh, some sort of objective. Um, but most likely, you're not, and you're also probably not even going to use all of your tactics in the first round, you know? Because like, yeah. all there is is building more plastic. That's like all you get to do. We took the strategy cards out of it, so there's no tech. Tech right. system is gone. Wild. Uh, yeah. There's no tech. Do we have your starting tech then, or are we, we are? Yeah, the starting tech, yeah. Boy, that's super good for ghosts, I feel like, huh? Yeah, it is good for ghosts. Um, but and they're not Clanisar. good at the agenda phase. They got nothing in the agenda phase. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, Clannasar, no. Clannasar doesn't have good starting tags, just anti-mass. No, it. but their their leader, I mean, their agent lets them get the bonus movement. That's all I'm thinking about. It's just well, we like got to decide what to do with the leaders, I guess. But yeah, yeah. I'm just saying anybody are. with bonus movement like gets such an advantage because nobody else is ever moving more than a single system at a time. Yeah, that's true. Um, I still... No, you're not going to get me to, to shake off of my no strategy cards That's thing. The strategy cards are out. I wasn't trying to incorporate the strategy cards. I was just trying to use them as signposts for things that need to be included, right? Well, and, here And so, that really, to me, it was only command tokens. Don't need Diplo. Don't need Paula. Well, that was going to be my next question is we have to establish how the speaker token moves if we're not doing Paula. Yes, that's a, that is, this is actually a big question. That's, so that's, my, think, that's my only point. Yeah, here we go. I love this. So you actually kind of already answered this question, which is, I think, at the end of every agenda phase, we vote on a speaker. You have to choose a speaker. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Okay. Got it. <laughs> okay. It's a third vote. It's a third vote. So you third have to set. You can save your votes for the third vote when you vote on speaker. on speaker. So so instead of like a normal agenda phase where everyone's like, okay, and then I vote the rest of my votes on the second agenda. Now you have to think about how many votes you use on the second agenda before you go to the status, to the speaker vote. <laughs> yeah. Also, I'm starting to think that we might have to kick leaders out. I'm not really sure that there's, there's so many heroes that I'm not really sure. What to do with. Yeah. What to do with. Like the extra hero right. is even more dynamic yeah. in this. Yeah, um, yeah. But whatever. Actually, let's we'll just get there. We'll about. get there. I, I get think there, you're yeah. probably right. And this game probably doesn't even need leaders for most purposes. Yeah. Um, but yeah. okay. So the end of it, we're going to cover a lot of here. I want to get to a baseline and then we'll go back over everything. Talk about what we have and see if we have any gaps we have to fill in. But the end of every agenda okay. phase, uh, the speaker is assigned. Cool, cool, cool. So, okay. So we've covered, we've covered leadership because we know when we get our command tokens, there's nothing to do with Diplo. We don't care. We refresh our planets at the end of a, at, at, during the status phase. Uh, politics, speaker, we're not doing action cards. That's all covered. Construction. Are we allowed to get more uh, space docks, or do we just do we just stick with what we we produce once around? You have a production phase uh, at the start of a status phase, yeah, and you just build out of your single space dock. But that means everything's well, like very far away, and there's so, like structure objectives. We have to be able to score structure objectives, right? Yeah, that's true. That's true. I think that maybe it should be that at the in the okay. In the status phase, you gain a structure. Maybe in that's the, the easiest way to deal with this. A structure. So when you when you get your command counters, you gain a structure. Okay. 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 Does I that think, break things too much? Probably yeah. not, because some people don't get to go much faster. But then you look at factions like uh, Titans are weird. Are Titans getting their their they're technically activating systems, although they do not have enough activations to move ships forward and also do their whole rigmarole. So Titans doesn't seem to make much sense to me in terms of like man. And also your we, on the board. we haven't talked about exploration. I kind of want to cut exploration. You just like, don't want POK kinda... to be included, basically. Well, it's, it's, <laughs> it just it's doesn't not make sense I... for oops all agendas. I think. I think that's fine. I, I think to be clear. I think the problem is that what I'm trying to do is make a variant where we focus on the agenda phase exactly. so much. I agree. 
that the action phase is like it's not an afterthought it's actually critical but it happens very quickly yes. it happens diplomacy style and it's like cutthroat it's i like, think exploration whoa. can still happen it makes it slows down only round one a bit but like just to get attachments and tech skips and stuff on sure. the board okay i think we still do it but it's like I can we're not making big scary decisions here and yeah, and yeah, the yeah. stuff you could even like curb the deck if you wanted to but i think you could even draw from the normal deck and it's just like the things that say replenish commodities like yeah sure you can do that but it's not going to get you much getting an infantry extra infantry on this planet is whatever freelancers is whatever you know stuff like that maybe isn't like the biggest deal in the world um, okay but uh but everything another else, thing oh and another and thing relics yeah relics exist okay if, if the exploration system exists then so do relics um no talking during the action phase <laughs> i mean you can talk but you can't talk about the game <laughs> no deal making no 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 uh, deal making no oh, if, if, if the action phase is going to be longer than a second that I don't. That I want to enforce. Well, here's sort the of idea, like, right? Here's the idea: yeah. is we we have a bit of a legitimacy to to enforce this, is because we've made deals in the agenda phase, and then essentially what we've turned the strategy phase into is not selecting strategy cards; it is writing down the actions you will be taking in yeah. the action phase, and the action the, phase is merely carrying out the moments of the like handling conflicts that come up in the action phase right like oh you two Ooh. both ended up in the same system which means we have to engage in a combat we should actually i i we've been glazing over this part and actually i think we need to define exactly this because i'm realizing it's more complicated than we're talking about so the idea is that here's here's what i think it is uh game of thrones board game style diplomacy style what you're writing down is what systems you're activating that's what i'm saying you yes, are yeah. not writing down what happens sure what you say you are just writing out i activated these systems i have then, this many command tokens i'm using this many to activate this many systems you don't have to use every single command token if you don't want to and at the end of the phase you're going to like redistribute right. your tokens but you are yeah you're writing down exactly which systems you are putting a command counter into i agree yeah, yeah. and then so so simultaneous turn wise would it be that we're actually just going around and doing our activations but there's like a turn order for that like yeah speaker order. A, a somewhat arbitrary turn order um because then you just have to resolve conflicts in some order i think we can borrow the ideas from dune basically which is just to like you could even say in speaker order resolve uh uh your your conflicts. stuff right right resolve yeah. resolve combats in speaker order basically well i just mean that there's gonna be there's always gonna have to be a player that moves first right so like let's say i'm the speaker and I've chosen all my activations, and then someone else has activated the same system. I'm going to move into that system right. before the other player does. So I think, I'm what, I think what I'm saying what is similar to to Dune's movement: is everybody does their movement, and then you look at the table afterwards and go, "How many people yes. are in places?" And no, I I agree. Yeah, so I think there's the idea that I think we could even put room for Dune has the rule of like only two people can be in a zone. We could borrow from that, but I'm even thinking everybody can move into however many zones they want so, like everybody does all of their movement period there is no turn order. yes everyone enacts movement and then well well i guess you're what you're saying is no, people have to work. have a way to decide how many ships they want to send so exactly that's, okay so we do turn order and that's fine and that happens relatively fast Sp speaker order it starts with the sp you're the speaker you have an advantage in the agenda phase you have a disadvantage in the action phase yeah which is that you have to move first right um right. which is an advantage in some ways though like you're going to be the first one to go to the custodians right you you get yeah. in there first or whatever i do i do though like this idea that uh 
we can give the speaker token to the to the player in last because it's a good thing for the agenda phase or we would be tempted to maybe give it to the player that's doing the best so right. that we can uh see what they move to and first then do and things and to, to them. them totally yeah yeah yeah. yeah. that's beautiful that is like perfect i, I wish dune that. was that way i hate that the turn order in dune is just this like random thing that happens to you mm -hmm. uh, and i love the idea that we might get to 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 break that okay so then combat also happens in speaker order are we going to keep that rule of once two people are in a system that's it do we want to stick no with, do, no that, okay. that rule sucks so, so so more than two people can end up in a system but then the combats are resolved in speaker order what does that mean yeah if there's if if i'm so, the speaker and i'm in a system with two other people i choose who i do a combat with first. yeah yeah, yeah. i think so Oof. i think that's what it is boy that's a really bad speaker disadvantage like that's that's hard to be speaker in the action yeah. phase it's like almost yeah. impossible but it's so good in the agenda phase right like right. and i almost think that maybe this this scenario should come with uh a, a custom scpt agenda deck yeah. that we make that we write is the, only me and you write and no one else is allowed to is weigh the in speaker on speaker resolving all of their combats or do they resolve one of their combats and then we go around like we do everyone does one yeah combat yeah no no spe around? speaker speaker resolve so let's say there's three players in one system speaker would decide who they're gonna fight and then uh it gets to the next player and that player decides who they're gonna okay, fight that's and not then as it just bad, keeps going then. around what i was thinking is the idea that the speaker on their turn basically has to have a fight with everybody probably no. loses one of them like loses by the end of four fights or like if everybody dogpiles Mechatol Rex though. yeah it's but still pretty bad because my, you gotta sh shoot first right basically. my point was as the speaker if everybody dogpiles Mechatol Rex you are guaranteed to lose it because you're gonna have to yeah. fight everybody first and then they'll fight each other you know it's like <laughs> but doing it in well, order Mechatol Rex is kind of pointless now because there's a custodian's token which I don't want to take out of the game I think mm -hmm. that's great still right. um, but there's no imperial but there's no points. imperial right so so it doesn't get you any extra If anything, it, at this point, Mechatol Rex is just a threat of Ixthian. Like, that is the only thing <laughs> Mechatol does anymore, and is that there's an agenda influence. that blows it up. And, and six influence. And six influence. Sure. Yeah. Is that worth Which, anything, though? What is influence? Oh, maybe in our votes. new... Well, do you remember when I just volunteered us to design a whole new agenda deck for this variant? <laughs> well, I don't <laughs> did think... Did you hear here. me say that? I, no, I did not hear you say that, and I refuse <laughs> to hear it. <laughs> so <laughs> but i think i think we, we could should. call the I deck think... we could we could go through the deck and make some take some broken things out i don't and think we're going to do that stuff. today in this and episode stuff. that sounds too involved <laughs> well but, yeah uh, no we won't we won't but but yeah if well and also we should get to a point where we're saying like all right is this do we want to maybe stop with this brainstorming session and right. go to a completely different scenario for a little bit and then kind of decide which one we like best oh i'm all in on this one to be honest with you like at this point i think I think we should take a break. I think we should come back, start developing something else. Okay. See which one we like better and then choose at the end of the episode. Okay. What do you think? Okay. Let's, right. let's do that. Let's do a quick break. Okay. We're back, Hunter. So. Yeah. What's what we got? We've got another chance here to just see if there's a, a better idea out there in the ether. Have you got, yeah, yeah. you got anything on your mind? Codex 3, Ooh. animal factions versus non-animal factions. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, okay. I mean, that's a great, I like that suggestion. Yeah. Uh, who, who, who submitted Cal that the, one? The Calculating Poet gave us that one. Calculating Poet. That's funny. Uh, it is, I would say that is just a homebrew faction, though, type. Yes, type totally, scenario. Totally. That's too simple. That's too I, simple for what we're, yeah, yeah. what we're grasping for here. I want to get structural with yes, it. Yes, exactly. I'm going to change the whole thing, basically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do we have do we have any more suggestions from the council that are worthwhile? <laughs> big, 
Big Al Compacino said, Timpano, which is some sort of Italian baked dish consisting of pasta, (laughs) rice, or potatoes with one or more other ingredients included. And it is a la The Big Night, which is a movie starring... I don't know what to do with this. I'm sorry. I just think it's very funny. Okay. okay no, I know what to do with this. Uh-huh. So this is like a TI, this is like an IRL TI game where everybody shows up with a different Italian dish. Okay. Okay, sure. And you can, <laughs> yes, yes, sure, Matt. Yeah. You got to come with you. They're you, all, yes, they're and. all, they're all starring Chris Pratt as their no. favorite, as the famous Italian plumber. No, no, no. Well, the, we just watched that Nintendo Direct. That's why you're making that joke. on my mind. But, uh, but. So everybody brings an Italian dish and you can, so there's three types of deals in this, uh-huh, uh-huh. binding, uh-huh. non-binding, and pasta, okay? <laughs> pasta deals. So what is a pasta deal? Uh, I definitely think it should be that we're each eating each other's dishes, but there needs to be a okay, game Okay, d- nope, I'm out, I'm out, because this is the time of COVID <laughs> and the, the idea oh, of ever right, sharing yeah. food with anybody else nah, ever again right. for the rest of my life is horrifying to someday, me. Someday, though, yeah, maybe. we will do pasta Maybe someday Hunter that. and I will Lady in the Tramp a big old bowl of spaghetti together, <laughs> but it is not this day, my friends. <laughs> okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. Well, that was the, thank you, Big Al Cappuccino. Uh, so, so, real talk, um, should we talk about the thing that I really want to do for this year's holiday spectacular, or should we save that? Should that be a surprise? I think for this I think we should talk about it, Matt. Okay. I think this is a good place to lay it down. I've been I don't nervous. Know that I've been nervous to it. talk about this because there's a lot of people out there that are going to have input. And here's the thing: I don't want excessive amounts of input on this. EJ and I have been working on this a little bit. This idea, okay? And I'm afraid okay. for people, too many people, to get you their hands on the ball. You don't want input. You, well, no, you're no, saying no. you. You, I want us to get this. I want us to be able to do this. But here's okay. Here's what it is: Twilight Imperium Survivor, Survivor Twilight Imperium Island. Uh, now the problem is <laughs> there are people that are very, 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 very into Survivor, and I've only seen like probably about ten seasons, right? So I've only watched a okay. quarter of all of the Survivor that exists. So what? There's forty seasons of this, Survivor. This coming season is ep- is season forty one. Oh. They've been doing two seasons a year for 20 years, except for 2020, obviously. Oh, yeah. my. Okay, so what is Survivor for? Because we have, you know, we have those. All those okay, Europeans Survivor is an American was... reality television show that has been running since the year 2001, since the year 2000, something like that. My goodness, it's quite old. Um, but it is a game where the contestants are all trapped on a desert island or some other remote place. There are generally two or three or four teams the game changes a lot i'll get into that in a second but the the original inception of it like let's talk about season one there's two teams actually you start in a big pool of players Mm -hmm. let me get my head on straight there's a bunch of players yeah it is two teams there's two teams at first and uh they they engage in challenges against each other and if you if your team loses a challenge that team has to go to tribal council and at tribal council the team has to vote on one person to be kicked out of the game show. Oh my god, I love it! And oh then, yeah, and then there's the shot where they like showing who exactly they voted they're for showing everybody who's voting thing. for, and then that's and, the iconic and there's all shot. these goofy little things that Jeff Probst does. Um, and then after there, once you get down to roughly, I think ten contestants, you no longer have teams. It's called the merge. And when the merge happens, now everybody's just playing for themselves. And every single week, there is a tribal council that everybody takes part in. And then the hardest thing about Survivor is, and this is something that's changed over time, but in the earliest days, the hardest thing about Survivor is 
what's ha- what happens at the merge is from that point forward, everyone voted out stays on the show. And they're like these little ghosts that hang out in the background and they come and they visit every tribal council and they just listen and they hang out and they don't do anything but listen. And then at the end of the show on the season finale, when there are only two contestants left, the other seven or eight ghosts vote on the person who will win the game. So the only way to win Survivor is by playing the people that are in your council and, and knowing what they will inevitably end up deciding why you're allowed to win. This changes Whoa. from season to season. Sometimes the person that wins, wins because they're so dastardly, but they know that the people they're playing against will go, well, hey, you know what? You played smarter than me. That was brilliant the way you, you played us all. That was super good. Some seasons, everyone's super pissed off that anyone might ever betray them for anything ever. And the only person who wins is the person who didn't ruffle any feathers ever, right? Wow. So you have to read the room more than anything else. It's a else. social deduction yeah. game. It's like the craziest basically. social game ever. And Whoa. the big thing is over over 40 seasons, they have added tons and tons and tons of goofy, stupid rules to this that ha- have changed it in many, many different ways. So okay. let me now so... explain to you Twilight Imperium Survivor. <laughs> okay. We are playing Survivor. No, 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 Matt. It's called Survivor, Survivor Twilight, Twilight Imperium, Imperium Island. Yeah, Survivor no, Twi- Twilight Island. Imperium Island. Sure, sure, Twilight sure, sure, Imperium sure. Island. Um, so on Survivor Twilight Imperium Island, we do, I want to say, a seven or eight player game, only because we kind of need that many yeah, yeah. people to make this work. And also, this is dumb. So and also there should dumb. be eight. So yeah. we are not playing um, to 10 victory points or to even 14 victory points. We are playing uh-huh. till the end of the players that exist. So let's say it's an eight player game for, for the sake of right now. My idea yeah, yeah. for TI Survivor is this is not so much improving, although we will get into some improv, but I'm gonna lay down no, the no, tracks no. I've I don't, already I, I laid don't care. out. So I'm, this is a perfect time for it. We do whatever, well, this is the war, yeah. art, okay? <laughs> the Galactic Council has to accept whatever we do yeah. because we are the executive branch and right. we're gonna show them who's boss. Exactly. So, uh, so in the eight player game, we do round one. Now, the big thing with TI Survivor, the big thing with Survivor is the producers of Survivor are cheeky little devils. And Jeff Probst loves to do stupid things. And you can tell they they often say things like, we didn't plan this, but we but this or, or like we, we didn't plan for it to time out so well. We were always going to do this, but it's never true. Basically, what the producers are constantly doing is going uh-oh, the players are getting too smart for our game. Let's break the rules of our own game so that they don't get the better better end of us and let, so that we can keep the show interesting. Like, at all times, wow. they've always got their finger on the trigger. So at random moments in TI, or in normal Survivor, you'll have, like, two teams, and the teams get so broken and weird where, like, these little alliances form. And, like, literally, one of the earliest seasons, there's, like, some old people and some younger people on a team. And the younger people just go, we're going to vote out all the old people. So every week we're going to lose missions on purpose. We're going to lose. And then we're going to get to vote out all the old people so that when we go to the merge, there's no old people. Wow. Ageism, it's yeah, called. Yeah, it's awful ageism. So after they get away with it, like, two weeks in a row. And then the producer's like, oh, hey, randomly we've decided that all of the teams are going to change. And nobody's on the same teams anymore. <laughs> And they split, they, they managed to get all these people split up. And now all these young people that were like working against everyone have no one on their side because they're on like a completely new team with nobody that they had formed an alliance with and it breaks everything, right? That's awesome. So some of the stuff with TI Survivor, I'm not going to ever, I'm not going to talk about because what's going to happen is 
me and Hunter or me and EJ or whoever's like the producers. The reason we want to do it for Holiday Spectacular is that Hunter and I don't want to play with our friends in the Holiday Spectacular. And well, I would rather... I think I do if this is if what, this is what it is. Like, well, I, I figured, think I want to play. What I figured, Hunter, is you and I got to be the producers that got to put our finger on the trigger of doing these things I, to the players. I kind of want to be messed with more, mm-hmm. though. You know what I mean? Like, I okay, think, okay. I, especially if you and EJ have been like kind of like planning this. this. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So the, so the idea is some stuff I cannot reveal right now, like how the game might change on the day. Very specifically, the reason I'm bringing all this up is what I want to do within each round is a somewhat secret condition that determines who has immunity in that round. That's a big thing in Survivor is when you win a challenge, you are granted immunity. You cannot be voted okay. off the island that week. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So okay. an example of a thing that could be even a public immunity challenge is like for, for round one, whoever took control of the most planets in round one is granted it's immunity. Immune. You cannot be voted off the island. Stuff like that. Right, you, cool. could do, you could yeah, do yeah. things like whoever scored the most points this round is granted immunity. Right. Okay. So that's okay. the idea. So every every round has some sort of immunity challenge to it and that's what makes it still look and feel like twilight imperium we're still doing things on the board because we are doing twilight imperium challenges but mm-hmm. the real game is the idea that after every agenda phase the last thing the players do <laughs> is vote to kick someone out of the game they are eliminated and all of their pieces are removed from the board oh wait no i don't think i can play this because <laughs> you'll be eliminated eliminate immediately me. they yeah. our friends hate us yeah they're they are, so mean if any of our friends are listening they're mean people bad people <laughs> i would say and they will just yeah if i if i say so i guess i can't play no i don't know what i'm gonna probably do are not for this because to. If I if I play well, how about this? I'll you play, have to win every but, immunity challenge. You'll be like Colby. Oh, <laughs> you, that's that not a joke fun. you get, but <laughs> I don't get that. That's okay. Uh, but so I could try and win Im- immunity challenges to stay in, but also maybe I'll play and if, and when I get eliminated, I want to produce. That's well, no, no, no. that's the thing though, Hunter. It's when you're eliminated, now you're mm-hmm. on the council. You're later gonna vote on who wins. So people don't oh. necessarily want to just gun for Hunter because Hunter, in the end, has to decide on a winner. Hunter gets to pick oh. who wins this game. So nobody can just do things to like outright piss you off. That's just not, oh, it's, not it's bad I play. See. Now, someone like Connor probably will still do that to you because they don't have your right. vote. Any- Connor was never going to get your vote in the end, probably. Connor could have gotten not. my vote. Exactly. Why not? Especially, it could be between Connor and Alex, right. the two people I have the most like grudge exactly. against when it comes to Holiday Spectacular. The two people have been the meanest, rudest, yep. m- worst people yeah. to me. That's my argument. Every Holiday Spectacular. Yeah. So, so each round you have a challenge. Every end of every round you pick a person to get voted off, which means you are playing a full what six rounds? Because then a, a person gets kicked off. Then you only have two left, and you immediately right. have to vote on uh, the winner of the game. Once you have two people, you're not playing another round. There's no immunity challenge. There's no like. There's nothing to do. So the game is over, but we have to pick a winner. So instead of public objectives, there's only immunity challenges because points don't matter. You're just getting voted well, off. Well, I think we would reveal public objectives, but those would only play into what the immunity challenges are. Like basically, there's a game of TI happening in the background, and you're playing in the ways. What I what I here's what here's my question for you, Hunter. Yeah. In hearing yeah. all these rules now, what do you think is the best way to approach this? Because this is how I've had difficulty with it. Is should in a normal game of survivor like the people know what the challenge is and they know if they win the challenge they get immunity 
And what I've been thinking is not revealing what the challenge is so that the players have to play a straight-laced game of Twilight Imperium and then someone gets granted immunity. Is that too secretive? Is that too weird? Or should we go crazy with it and say, this round, the immunity challenge is this, and that makes everybody play like a crazy way that round? I think that what what needs to what needs to happen is that we need to somehow do an approximation of public and secret objectives. Mm-hmm. Because the problem is that um, we there's no reason to play if, if we're just voting each other off the island. There's no reason to play a regular game of TI unless it grants me something in that. Yeah. So public objective is public immunity. Secret objective is I think where you could get into, and I think secret objective Oh my objective God, could Hunter, be- you, just, you just thought of a thing that absolutely exists in Survivor. So there's okay. these dumb things that get introduced later on in the game, yeah, 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 which yeah, are yeah. called immunity idols. And you can just find one on the island somewhere. They hide <laughs> yes. them. They So they do this thing called Exile Island in later seasons where they just send some one person, you go to that island and you shut up and you stay there for a whole night. <laughs> but on Exile Island are the clues for where immunity idols are on their island. I don't know that we have time to do a whole exile island thing, but I do think we could hide immunity idols in the game in the form of secret objectives. So how do we make that work? How do we make secret, how do we distribute secret objectives as immunity idols? And if someone scores their secret objective, they get to be immune. And the big thing here is you can't have a thing where everybody scores a secret objective in a round, right? Secret objectives need to be very hard to acquire so that like maybe only one person reveals one. Generally, the idea is there is only one immunity idol per team and uh that means like over the course of the entire game only two people can ever get like extra immunity right Right. so you don't you don't just you're not just throwing out immunity all over the place yeah yeah there can't be too much immunity i completely agree so in general objective wise everything is going to be more difficult Mm -hmm. um so here's 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 what i propose uh let's just talk about publics first and we'll get to secrets publics each round, there is one available public objective. Uh, it is a custom one. I think all the objectives should be custom for this. Okay, okay. Um, a public competitive immunity challenge that involves playing Twilight Imperium well. Um, and that's public. Who, and it can only... It, they all have to be in such a way to where only one person could, could do it per round. So most of... Eh, fill in the blank, essentially. Um score this or yeah. get, get custodians only one person right. can do that right etc right um and then the secret objectives are custom written for each player every player gets one and they're all <laughs> insanely difficult and you get them at the beginning of the game if you if you're able to do one of your secret objectives on the round that you accomplish it you are immune wow okay so at most maybe you know and i think they should all be custom challenges that are very insane. very very hard right. like if if somebody did one it would be awesome it's like it's like the hardest stage two objectives kind of thing mm-hmm. yeah control but 11 also, planets if, outside of your home system well I, I i think they should be custom sure of course to the player no, so I like understand. like connor gets one that's specific alex gets one that's specific yeah. you know sean gets alex's, one that is alex's specific. is like hold to just the basic tenets of a single deal <laughs> just do that one time <laughs> 
Just do it one time. No, maybe. that's too easy. He'll, <laughs> is he'll it though for Alex? Like, is it? It is. <laughs> is it, he capable it is, of not it is changing if he's the deal? Something out of it because that's the problem with with uh, with you know deals. He feels like he's not getting enough out of it, uh-huh. even if it's a nice deal. So then, if you if you're saying he's going to be immune, then he'll just make the easiest deal ever and be like, I'm going to be immune now. One for one. Um, yeah, Sean would just be like, remember the rules, all of them. <laughs> Take a turn within 30 seconds. <laughs> oh, dear. I like yeah. this idea. I think I think we could get even more nuanced with it, but I think that's something that uh, that maybe EJ and I will end up working on. But yeah. at the very least, I like the idea of like very much adapting the secret objectives to the players. And I remember, yeah. too, the whole point here is that the points, we don't care about getting to 10, but very often you care about scoring points so that you can earn your immunity. So Right. Well, oh, so that, but we that talked was about, what I was we talked about. To yeah, say. we talked about public objectives. You said one public objective per round. What does that? What do you mean, though? One yeah, custom public so, objective. So, so I want to get rid of the Twilight Imperium style. Uh, we reveal a public objective; it's scorable, and then we reveal a new one. No, 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 no. In in T uh, in Survivor Twilight Imperium Island, yep. there is only one objective mm-hmm. uh, to be scored every round, and at the end of that round, we get rid of that objective, and there is a new one. Right. Because the only thing people are playing for is immunity. Right. There's no. I, there are no points. I think the public objective basically has to be worded in such a way where it is only possible for one person to get it, too. Yeah, then like, that's what I'm saying. It's basically as well. like the most planets or the, the most, most resources, ships, the, the most right. trade goods. Right, yeah, right, right. Stuff like that. I'm sure if we thought about it, because we have we have plenty of time before December. Right. Uh, if, if, if y'all thought about it, you could brainstorm, I think, all you got to do is come up with like four or five good ones, right. you know, because there's only, you know, we're only going to play. Yeah. I think yeah. more more than anything, what we're sort of describing is that scenario where I talked about, which is we like we could I could adapt this idea that we're talking about and still have public objectives out there have the tableau of public objectives that are technically scorable. It's just that what the immunity challenge is for each round is public knowledge the entire round and the point of survivor ti island is that the game is not going to look and feel like a normal game of twilight imperium at all because what we're what we are being tasked with is not the normal accrual of points it is tasked with these very strange challenges that make us play ti in a very different way and that if anything that is the beauty of the design that ej and i have to nail is like what challenges do we make these players do so that the action phases are just as engaging as as normal tribal councils right um, well, no, I think the the tribal t- council will just be the tribal council. Like, I mean, it it will be just as riveting to watch us do it yeah. as it is a regular. So that's arrogant what I just said, but whatever. Uh, but I I I really do though think that if you're going to have public community challenges and if you include the normal TI points as well, they're all just going to ignore it anyways. Right? They're all well, going to play no, the no, immunity that, challenge. That is right. That is right and true. Unless the entire point is that like the immunity challenges are inherently tied with the public objectives but you're I, I think that there's a blend of the two i think you're right that it's probably that we just don't even have the public object objectives out at all but in some way right the public objectives are probably some form of signpost um so the then the next big question is the thing that happened in later seasons of survivor is i think they started to realize that ending with two people got really messy and i think at some point they start instead ending with three people that the mm-hmm. council then votes on the rest of the players vote on a winner so if we're looking at our eight player game, is it better to have three people voted on by five people or is it better to have two people voted on by six people, which then leaves the opportunity for a tie? 
Now, technically, a tie no. is possible in three out of five. Is what you could have two, two, and one. Your vote could be split all over the place for a winner, right? With three, so I that that's been the other hard part is to solve how we truly determine a winner at the end. Hmm. Yeah, I think that. Oh well, I think that I think three and five makes more sense because you've got three players still in it. It's also shorter. Um, if, <laughs> it's short it, it's also shorter. A uh, two, two, and one could just be an elimination where you do a revote, like where. The person that got the least votes, uh, they leave, and then it's the same vote with the five voters again, but they only have two options this time instead right. of three. The funny, the funny beauty that I like about there being two left at the end is what always happens is when there are three players left, what that means is the immunity challenge is a guarantee to the end, and also, very specifically, w because the other two will... So if you have three people... Right. Mm -hmm. And one of them is immune. The other two people can only vote for each other. Right. right. So their votes become null and void and they only make the immune player vote, which means the immune player picks who their comes final opponent. to their final opponent. Oh, I kind of love That's that. sort of awesome. Like it's, it's That's sort of it really ends up good. being really weird in, in, I think, Survivor. But I think for our thing, it's super, super oh. goofy. Oh, I kind of like it. Yeah. You kind of just won me back over to there being. <laughs> yeah, because then we could just, if there is a tie, six six on two, that three three right. three versus three votes, we Chat could. votes or you and I vote. Yeah, or, or, we could just come up with a tie break. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's no way I'm making it to the final on right. this. No, like, there's not. no way. You, well, you would have to win every single immunity challenge, basically. I the would only have to win every to single one. Your pants off of the TI. Our friends just have so much nasty hatred in their yeah. hearts. Yeah. Like, they're just full of hate. They're just, yeah. And so, yeah, there's no way I will make it. Um, I, I will be gunned down. I wonder if they'll <laughs> get rid of me and then immediately play like a really nice game. Right. Yeah, with I each think other. I think that is absolutely what would happen is they get rid of you and it's like okay, now Hunter's vote doesn't matter, so let's all just get the rest because we've just we we've accepted that he doesn't like any of us because we were all super mean to him. Like we yeah, just... <laughs> and continue to be every time we play. Wow, I so love it. what an episode. What an episode, I, huh? I really enjoyed this talk. Can we, um, so we've had a good Survivor talk. I want to real quickly, just for the sake of going back over it, I want to re-explain to people the our, our oops all agenda yes, phase yes. variant, just so people have it laid out nice and clean. Um, so, so we did two. We did two today. We did TI Survivor, which you're going to see at the Holiday That's Spectacular this year. We are yeah. doing that. Yeah. And I think we will 100% find a way to do this agenda phase variant at some point. We'll have to... Oh, yeah. People I think will have to get win. in to they the guts win. of this thing and like make sure it actually flows like a game could possibly flow. Sure, sure. But the idea is we've basically added a couple phases within phases to the game. And we've drastically changed how the action phase. Ideally, this game happens much faster, although there's way more talking in it. So did you say we start with an agenda phase? The game... Opens. Yeah, 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 I think we should start Immediate with agenda res phase. agenda phase. Yeah. <laughs> agenda phase. <laughs> so for some reason, we just decide on an agenda phase. We have to figure it out. We deal normal agendas, but then at the end of every single agenda phase, we also vote on, vote on the speaker. That's why. That's why we have to start with agenda phase because right. we don't assign speaker randomly. They vote for the speaker. What's our voting order round. then for the first agenda phase? Blind votes. Uh oh. <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, check back next week. Yeah, sure. Um, no, no uh, I think I I think here's what I think. I think the first agenda phase is not. No, a wait, 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 wait. Go for there it. There can be random. It can be random. Sure. Or the so 
So randomly assign speaker at the beginning uh-huh. uh, and then immediately do an agenda phase and vote on a new speaker. Right, right, right. That's how you do it. Great. So we randomize the speaker. We do that. Then the strategy phase, there are no strategy cards. Instead, the strategy Nuh-uh. phase is sort of like diplomacy or Game of Thrones where everyone writes down what system they intend to activate. You have your command tokens on your command sheet. Here's my question for you, yeah. Hunter. We said none in, in um, strategy. Can we start the game with two extra in tactics? Can we pull the two from strategy as if we've redistributed at the beginning of the game and we put five in tactics on the get-go? To give you, I mean, you wouldn't use those five immediately. You'd just be saving uh, yeah. them. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay, fine. Great. Well, we'll, we'll have to game test sure, that. Sure, sure, we'll sure, sure. That, that's where we'll the see. numbers get finicky. But the point is, yeah. you write down the systems that you will be activating in the movement step of the action phase. Then everyone yes. reveals at the same time, simultaneous actions, sort of. Then everyone enacts their movements in order, uh, and then we resolve combats after all movements have been executed. This does mean that multiple people, more than two people can be in a system. And when you get to the combat step, you do combats one at a time in speaker order. So the speaker has to yeah. choose one target to attack right now. Right. That is a disadvantage for the speaker. We recognize that the person who goes last sort of has the best odds. With, I mean, honestly, too, within the combat structure of things, the way you game that is like, well, I need to attack the person in last in the order right now. Like, I need to see if I can kill mm-hmm. their ships before anything else happens or whatever. So all that aside, you do. So, so the action phase is just reveal plans, do movement, do combat, right? Then we move to the status phase. In the status phase, you are not dealt action cards, but we will go through some of the steps of essentially the rest. That you, you will you will score public objectives. Yeah, right? yeah. You because right. the the goal here is to still score ten points. Yes, um, yes. You will yes, score yes, secret yes. objectives. Um, you will gain. Uh, you will not gain action cards, but you will get to place one structure, and your commodities will be filled right before the agenda yes. phase. You will get your yeah. you will get your commodities replenished. Well, We'll have to take out the secret objective having to do with action cards. That's the one sure. thing I'm realizing. We'll sure, have to sure, sure, sure. We'll and that's fine. That. That's an easy one to, to, to toss out. I think there will be many more things that have to get tossed out um, in this variant. But mm-hmm. there's just too many action cards that won't matter. That w- There's no point in keeping them in. Although, wait, like combat action cards we can't use? I think we have to rethink this action cards rule. I think action cards might need to be in the game. We'll prune the deck. We'll prune the action we'll prune card the deck. deck okay, so game. action cards are allowed. Yeah, you are we'll still dull action cards. Um, but, I mean... You're, you don't gain tech. Change. We you don't gain tech in this game, so no one's getting neural motivator. Right. So Asarl's kind of unless like, you start with it. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then we move into the agenda phase. The agenda phase is as we described earlier. You do your two normal agendas, and then you vote for your new speaker, and then you yeah. move on to the next strategy phase. And that is, oops, all agendas. Twilight Imperium. Yeah. yeah. Well, I wouldn't call it oops all. I would call it yeah, agenda Twilight. focused. <laughs> Let's call it Twilight Diplomacy. I think I it's think just. That's what call I think it. it's just called the Galactic Council, like Twilight Imperium colon the Galactic Council. I don't want to name it after them. Those people we're <laughs> warring with right true. now. No, 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 no. They, we made a we made a deal with the Galactic Council, this and they have broken. <laughs> yeah, they have broken our pact, and they have gone fully rogue at this point. You're right. You're right. I cannot believe. I cannot believe this galactic. I'm breaking stuff. It's it's right game now. of shard of the throne. That's yeah, what this is called. game of shard of the throne. The executive branch, <laughs> then the legislative branch are at war yeah, yeah. right now, deep in the war arc right now. <laughs> 
Oh man! I but love, yeah, okay. So I, I'm in get love ready with for these episodes. Get ready for that yeah. at some point. We're gonna have to fine tune that one. I'm sure the Galactic Council will help us fine tune that one over the coming weeks. Yeah. Um, so, I yeah, want uh, to thank our weird bears, Big Al Cappuccino, Farganus, Squeamish, Emu, Billy, Brassbird, Brian, Kalu, and John, Sonaletto, Alice, Mate Nason, Rumor Hippo, Absol Fweddy, Fancy Zeeling, uh, R-Wise, T.G. Welch, and Spirit Thing, and I want to thank our little peace turtles, Patience of Virtue, my son is also named Bor, Anvilier, Frank G, Gazkio, Goondock, Beza, Rekka, Carnal, Naderade, Nick, Privix, Rolo, Uncle Baddy, and Teddy's Jam for you. So let's talk about uh, Galactic Council poll. Uh, the new one will be out uh, next week Yeah, uh, is when you'll get that. Um, I had to reschedule a Homebrewers Guild uh, stream right. uh, last time move. we talked. Yeah, because of the move, <laughs> uh, like normal. Um, I think uh, I will go ahead and reschedule it for this Sunday, which would be October the 3rd, mm-hmm. um, which is, that's a fine date, right, Matt? That's that a works? fine date. Yeah, that works yeah, yeah, that's a fine date. So that's where we will finally be doing our Homebrew Factions uh, with just enough time for me to announce uh, the new Homebrewers Guild thing next week. Um, I believe we owe the YouTube, uh, the grudge match. The alliance is game is up. Grudge match is coming. Um, yeah. and I will probably throw up one more just for funsies. Um, like I, I had a really fun clan Asar game not too long ago that I've been meaning to put up on the YouTube. So that, that needs to get tossed. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So good things coming to the YouTube. Uh, send us, uh, this Imperium life stories to space cats, peace turtles at gmail.com. Uh, we would love that. We would love if you would listen to our new show, yep. Old Gamers Almanac. Yes, please. Which is a show about video games where me and Matt uh, rank every video game ever made one week at a time. Uh, if you like video games, if you have any interest in video games whatsoever, it's and you like this show especially, yep. um, it's fun. It's a lot looser than this show. Yep. Um, Similar goofy energy to the, to specifically this episode, I would say. Yeah, yeah. It's very on par episode. with this. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's super fun. This most recent week's episode will have been War of the Monsters. So a super weird one to jump into. Uh, but then next week, <laughs> what was episode five? It's like our fourth episode of this show about video War games. And, you, and uh, you, you made us <laughs> talk about War of the Monsters. Yeah, I'll tell you this much. It's, he's just as mad uh, in the episode as he is right here. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. Uh, and then uh, you can also find us on Apple Podcasts and iTunes and give us a rating. You can find our website, spacecatspeaceturtles.com for more information about our patreon how to help vote for episodes like this you can find our twitter at space cats pod also follow us old gamers pod for the new show uh you can also hit us up on discord to talk about all kinds of this stuff we also have been sort of co-opting the video games channel for old gamers almanac discussion so if you want to get on that stuff please hang out on the space cats discord there's also merch available on our website that you should go check out and go buy a t-shirt please yeah Go check uh, that we've we've still got that new T-shirt coming, right? When is that coming? I don't know. I don't done? know how Threadless works, so you, unfortunately, you're the one who has to get it up there, and I don't know how to oh, do it. And that's sort of been the that's problem. That's why it hasn't. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay, I will fix it. Daddy will fix it. Daddy will fix it. So that shirt will be a bit. There will be a new shirt available soon. Yeah, because I am on it. I'm on the case. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I let I let you down. I don't know how to log. I don't even know how to log into Threadless. So yeah. I got to tell you, I am so excited yeah. for the next Galactic Council poll to put vote of no confidence <laughs> on and you as know, an option. You know, as a guarantee that that's going to get more votes than anything has ever been voted for in the history of the yeah. Galactic Council. Like that'll be yeah. like a 98% of people voted for that option. I, and, and I want to keep it really open. I'm not going to, I don't think we should reveal to the audience at all what 
it means that they pick vote of no confidence. Right. right. I do not want to reveal that whatsoever. Yep. Um, but I do have some ideas. Okay, great. I can't um, wait to hear them. Off, yeah. Off yeah. show. I'm of really excited. We are deep in the war arc here at Space Cats Beast <laughs> Turtles. War is declared, and the Galactic Council, who supposedly support this show, exactly. are my number one enemy. Okay? <laughs> The, everyone that supports the show is essentially my enemy. Yeah. All right. That, I mean, that's arc. been true for unfortunately far too long. The idea that our, <laughs> our biggest fans are very often the people we yell at the most and are very commonly at war with. <laughs> that's the show. Space cats hate turtles. We'll yell at you. Thank you for listening to Space Cat's Peace Turtles. And thanks to Ben Prunty for the use of his music. You can find more at benpruntymusic.com and benprunty.bandcamp.com. Pax Magnifica, Bellum Gloriosum. <laughs>